This is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 059, Turn to Stone. The city streets are empty now, the lights don't shine no more. And so the sun's are way down low, turn it, turn it. A sound that flows into my mind, the echoes of the daylight. Of everything that is alive, Turn to Stone is the first song on ELO's seventh album and first double album, Out of the Blue. Jeff Lynne locked himself away in a Swiss chalet to write songs for the album, but nothing came out of him for four days. Jeff Lynne, March 31st, 2003. The fifth day, I was playing bass notes on the Moog, and out of that came Turn to Stone. I bashed away on a bucket for drums and punched the microphone for bass drums. In the January 21st, 2016 Rolling Stone, Jeff Lynne said, Turn to Stone is one of my favorites I ever did. It's just so primary and simple, but yet very evocative. I love the shuffle beat. There's a part in the middle where I talk super fast. I just felt like it needed something simple in the middle of the song. I often used to put a funny little piece in a song just in case I got bored with it. I'd go, well, maybe this is going on too long. I'll think of something daft to put in there. In November 2008, Linda Livingston and Phil Graham gave Jeff a millionaire certificate from the music publishing group BMI when Turn to Stone hit 1 million plays on the radio. The song was used in the 1999 movie Detroit Rock City, the 2006 Doctor Who episode Love and Monsters, and in a 1979 Japanese ad campaign for Shisaido Cosmetics. Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. We've got one of the greatest songs on the ELO catalog to start us off with one of the most mediocre records in the ELO catalog. It's turned to stone, and it is one heck of an album opener. It just fades right in with that keyboard from Richard Tandy, strings hit, and Jeff Lynne hits right in there with some great vocals. Great writing on this, too. It's not one of those ones where you're sitting there going, ah, it's another song about nothing. No. <laughs> I guess he had some writer's block going into it, but he bust to overcome it because this is one of his best written songs and of course it is a little bit of a love song this is a straight up stone cold friggin awesome song in every god donuts way i absolutely love this song and always have there is nothing bad about this song <laughs> it's so good that this morning i went to spotify and i just typed in turn to stone electric light orchestra so i could listen to it yet again to see what to talk about for this and i just let it go and there is a whole endless list of turn to stone by elo and by other people that it just kept playing and i listened to it all morning long like for about i don't know two hours this morning but it's just so friggin great that i never ever got tired of hearing it and i never do get tired of hearing of it there is a confidence in every sub microscopic part of this song that i don't think has been here before 
and I'm sure the building, building, building success of ELO at the time helped bring that out. I don't feel like he's holding back anything with his voice. And the song is so friggin' catchy. From what I read, Jeff is playing the Moog bass synthesizer on this song, and I love the synthesizering on it. It's so friggin' awesome. It's not just the song that's so friggin' awesome by itself, but there are little bits that are tucked throughout the song that just up the friggin' awesomeness of the song. Listen up, people! Here's a snippet for Jill. It's so friggin' awesome, damn cool. K-E-W-L, cool. I love it. Is that Lynn overdubbing his parts for where would the background singers would be? Or is that Grookut also, and the, or the rest of the band also kind of joining in on the choral parts? Because I know Jeff Lynn multitracks his voice on a lot of things. He does. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's Jeff and Kelly that are multitracked. And that's another thing that I love about that song. I don't know, I guess it's sort of a call and respond thing where Jeff sings a line himself and then that's followed by those little harmony bits for each line. It's, it's really great. The only thing I hate about this song is that I wish it went on for longer. I don't know, maybe if I can figure out Audacity, maybe I can do some futzing with it, maybe make it a special extended mix, because, uh, you know, I listened to it for two well, hours this morning and I didn't get tired of it. I wouldn't really say that going longer always makes a song better i think that's also one of the best things about a lot of the better elo songs is that jeff lynn knew not to try to stretch it out too long that's true yeah because this is not really a disco song or anything it's more of a pop rock song Mm -hmm. with a little bit of a prog influence with the strings and the keyboards but yeah i could see where you could really take the keyboard part maybe add a drum beat to it and do an extended disco dance mix to this thing, and then maybe you could get uh, Mecco to um, do his little Star Wars thing to this, but <laughs> no, nah, I don't see where that would actually make it any better. I just see where it would just be, hmm, okay, we took a good song and did this to it. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe if we just leave Miko out of it, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. So he remade this for the 2012 version. Yeah, he did. On October 21st, 2012, Jeff said, The reason I re-recorded it was because I just felt the old ones were a bit woolly sounding, and Jeff Lynn said that he added a bit more clarity and a bit more punch. I... I think he might have been drinking a little bit of punch. Uh, I think so too, if that's what he thinks of this. I don't think... I think he... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, clarity, it definitely sounds a little more tinny, a lot more hollow. Seems like all the punch that was in the original song was taken out for this 2012 remake. The strings are obviously one keyboard, maybe a little multi-track, so it sounds like maybe there are three strings. That really cool fast part where it sounds big and like if you were listening to this through a surround sound, it would just fill the room and take over the whole room. That's totally stripped away and it just sounds hollow like it's run through a paper towel tube with a touch of an echo. It's 
it's it's not good. No, it it is not. It starts off as a carbon copy, and then yeah, I can start hearing the differences, and it's. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the fast part, I'm sitting there thinking, what in the world did he do to this? <laughs> and it sounds like a lot of the remake stuff I've heard. It sounds tired. It it does. I mean, the song belongs in the '70s. The song belongs with 70s production in the 1970s, where it is native to. <laughs> yeah. And that is why it sounds great on classic rock radio. This is, um, this is something you're never supposed to say, and it hurts to say it, but it is true. In all the versions of Turn to Stone that I heard this morning, there were a few karaoke versions that I heard that were better, or that Jeff's remake version was only slightly better than the karaoke versions that I heard. That's how... Eh, the 2012 remake is synthesized string these days when you do it on digital it is so obvious oh yeah yeah just not the same as having an actual couple violinists and a cellist in the studio with you you don't even have to have a huge orchestra you just need a couple people to do the strings and it makes all the difference yes and i know how much jeff loves working in the studio if he wants to make it bigger just overdub the strings So there's a video for this song, and really it's not all that much different than previous ELO videos. It's the band, they're in a dark video studio, and it's just shots of the band playing the song. The only slight difference is Jeff is not wearing sunglasses. He's not wearing any glasses, which it just don't look right for Jeff. (laughs) The sunglasses have become such a part of him that without them, it's almost like, oh, Jeff. Instead of, there's Jeff Lynn. I think the sunglasses help complete the mysterious rock star image. I did watch a little bit of the video, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was okay. The one on YouTube. I kind of shut it off went over to the actual song, just because <laughs> I wanted to hear more of the nuances and everything. Yeah. It is the mono mix from the 70s mm-hmm. on the video, and uh, doesn't really give you as much of an idea of what the song actually sounds like. Yeah. And there's another difference about this video. It's a slight. Probably wouldn't notice this if Bev Bevan hadn't said anything. But apparently they were kind of liquored up when they made that video, which kind of explains why near the end Jeff is more animated than he usually is in the videos. Yeah, why it looks like Grookhead isn't even touching his bass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's just... For a good portion of that. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was near the end of a long day of shooting about three or four videos, so they're a bit lubricated and ready to just go home at this point. Got something to say about Turn to Stone? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now! Was it a hit or was it... Turn to Stone was released as a single in the UK on October 29, 1977, where it got to number 18. In the United States, it came out in November 1977, where it got to number 13 on the Billboard charts, number 11 on Cashbox, and number 9 on Record World. On the Billboard year-end chart, it ranked as the 94th most popular song for 1978 and number 91 on Cashbox. In Germany, it sputtered out at number 32, number 30 in Belgium, number 23 in the Netherlands Top 100, it peaked at number 25 in 
Spain reached number 21 in New Zealand, and Australia and South Africa got to number 17, number 11 in the Netherlands on the Dutch Top 40, in Sweden it made it to number 10, and it hit as high as number 9 in Canada, finishing out the year at number 94. It was covered by Jack Livingston Orchestra and Singers, Super Hit Orkin, Electric Light Orchestra Part 2 in 1992, Jay Church in 1998, Paul McNulty in 1999, in 20.01 it was done by Roger Klug and Jay Church. It was belched up by the Electric Light Orchestra in 2012, and it was remade in 2014 by Noise Waves. If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? The city streets are empty now. The lights don't shine no more. So the songs are way down low. Turn it, turn it, turn it. <laughs> a sound that flows into my mind. Are you on Facebook? Okay, sounds like you are. Make the experience more enjoyable by joining the Facebook group Jeff Lynn's Blue World. Not only can you post anything even slightly tangentially related to ELO without some tin-plated nerd with delusions of godhood blocking, deleting, or removing you, but you can win sh- ELO calendars, ties, even tickets to Xanadu. Ah, oh, crap! Uh, not the movie, the play. Woo-hoo! Jeff Lynn's Blue World. I thank God that the dream came true. Great moments in electric light orchestra history. There are two cellos. One is played by Hugh McDowell. Hugh Alexander McDowell. I started playing cello when I was about four. And uh, an eight-sized cello. I just said I want to play that, you know, and my mum helped me out as much as she could. Hugh shares with Mick a feeling of being stifled by the classical music world. I was always a classical musician. I was always going to be a classical musician. I had dreams of being a great soloist and everything. But, uh, I got a rather uptightness of the classical scene, you know. It's a very formal kind of, you know, everybody sitting uptight and trying not to cough and then giving a good old clap, and but making sure they don't clap between movements and things like that, you know. I always want to go, hey, great, you know, or something in the middle of a gig. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I don't like it that much. Hey, she hated it. Tricky me. I joked. I like it. But I do not love it. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod. Next week, episode 060, it's over.